From what I can tell, it's not the lack of marketing ideas stopping many business owners from growing their business. It's their inability to take action, swift action. So listen in as Griffo and I share some pro tips on getting stuff done. Go. Welcome to the Small Business Big Marketing Show, where successful small business owners share their secrets to take your marketing to the next level. Now, here's your host, Tim Reid. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Australia's number one marketing show. I am your host, Timbo Reid, but you, so much more importantly, are a motivated small business owner ready to crank out. That's it, crank out some great marketing. Now, here's the thing. Are you leaning in to your speakers team? I'm in cans right now, ready to enter the marketing. Well, no, not so much the marketing cage, the monkey cage with me old mate Griffo. That's right. I am up far north Queensland, FNQ as it's also known. And I'm at Griffo's house. I'm in the monkey cage. You can hear the monkeys in the distance just kind of getting a little bit restless. And I can see, I can see the big fella in the distance just kind of just, just hanging on a limb as he does very casually. I'll, I'll, I'll describe him. Big floral shirt. Big floral shirt. Oversized, I would say. Uh, hair groomed back. Uh, looking a treat, really. And uh, as you can see, he's getting a little bit restless now, making lots of noise. Griffo, it is no greater pleasure to have you on board. And welcome to Cairns, uh, and you, uh, welcome to everyone else listening in. And I've got to say that Cairns has uh, rolled out the red carpet, red ticker tape, red, lots of red nothing. stuff really. No, Mate, do, you drove me from my hotel and I did ask you, where is Griffiths Avenue? He said there's is a Griffiths Lane up the back. Griffiths Street, yes. In the Griffiths Street, in the docks, in the boons. Yeah, no one lives there. No, it's been cordoned off, it's a, it's, a, it's a war zone now. So, so mate, uh, I've got listeners all over the world, uh, they're going to go, FNQ, Cairns. Cairns is like some fancy place on the on the, the coast of France. We have it? a film festival here every year <laughs> you as wish. well. You yeah. wish. So for uh, those of you out there, do a Google search, see Cairns, Great Barrier Reef, do a map, and mm. there's a house there with a big G on it when you're looking at the map <laughs> looking down. That's my place. That's where we are right now. Big G string. Big G string. Uh, now uh, we are. So that pointy end on the on the on the east coast of Australia. We're sort of right up the top there, and it's a lovely tropical place. Uh, Griffo, thank you for having me before we get stuck into today's topic, which is a topic. We're not going to cover a lot of ground. We're going freestyle. Well, we're going to, we're going to go freestyle, but we're going to cover one topic in depth. And mm. interestingly enough, listeners, what we did while we were planning this episode uh, about 10 minutes ago, uh, <laughs> Griffo had done all this work. I mean, bless you, mate. You had literally... Yeah, can, I, can I just have that bit of paper? Yeah. You had literally covered topics. You had written stuff. You typed it on your letterhead. Funny business topics. Oh, grow and develop skills. Talk about failing up. Working with large companies, mate. You know what you can do with that. Yeah, I know. We can, we're just throwing it all yeah, out because we both identified a topic that we are very, very passionate about. And, and you know what? When, when I mentioned this topic that we're about to talk about, it, it was just did you like? There's just like the energy was like, yep. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You, you felt right. I felt right. It was a bit of a loving. A sticking point that we're both a bit frustrated with, like yeah. why? Trying to understand it, trying yes. to dig a bit. Why don't people do this? Correct. You know, that's Correct. a big point. So here's the topic, I, listeners. I, I'm still a little bit hurt though that we're throwing out all the other stuff Mate, I had prepared. I just let everyone know that. Yeah, but yeah, I, but no, I'm getting over it. I'm manning build up. a big bridge and get over it really, really quickly okay. because uh, we have got some we have got some marketing ground to cover. Here's the thing, and by the way, Griffo, we are brought to these good people by Net Registry and 99 Designs. Thanks, dude. That will play in to this topic we're about to talk about. So here's the topic. I was at a conference, speaking at a conference about six weeks ago in Perth. 250 financial advisors uh, were in the audience and I gave a 60-minute keynote on my helpful business, my helpful marketing topic. And at the end, we had time for questions. And this bloke, roving microphone around the crowd, and this bloke put his hand up Awkward silence as the microphone made its way over to the block. I've got this theory. I don't know about you when you speak, but when someone puts their hand up, it's the furthest point from where the microphone always, is. Always. It's, it's a, there's a microphone about? law of some sort. It is. It's always the same. So, microphone principle. I'm going to call it the Griffo principle. I like that. Okay, thank you. And um, so this guy gets 
gets up, asks his question. He says, Timbo, I love what you had to share. Made a lot of sense. I'm excited to go back and implement. But I'm interested to know, out of the 250 people in this room, how many do you think are going to take action? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was excited by that question. Because often I get mechanical questions like, how, how do I do that thing yeah. on YouTube that you were talking about? This was a philosophical question. Mm. And this went to a topic that I'm very passionate about, which is seeing business owners take swift action in their business, yep. particularly around marketing. So, and that's the topic of today's episode. But what I, the way I answered a Griffo was this. I said to him, um, I, I paused for a minute and I thought, I could give him the obvious answer, which is, I reckon it'll be, you know, 50, 60, maybe 80 of you will go back and implement something. But that would be an obvious answer Mm. based on really no, I don't have any factual evidence to prove that. So I paused for a minute and then I thought, well, what I'm about to say could mean that I'm a poor keynote speaker and I'm not getting my message across very well. (laughs) Could be the end of your keynote (laughs) career. This is like, goodbye. I said, you know what? I reckon three or four. Yeah, wow. That's three very honest and brutal of you, yeah. but true. I have no doubt it's true. Three or four. I said, and I said, look, I'm embarrassed to say that because part of me is thinking, well, clearly I'm not delivering my message in the, in, a, in a compelling enough way. If that's uh, is the, if that small amount is what is going to action what I've got to say, but I know that through feedback that I get mm. from the conference organisers that I'm doing okay with my keynote. Mm. So what is it? And this is where our discussion begins. And, and as you said, we just kind of touched on this just having a chat a few minutes ago and I agree it doesn't matter what what I'm doing or whether it's running a workshop whether it's doing a presentation whether it's writing an article where you want someone to take action it, it is a big it's a big thing mm-hmm. a you don't normally know who does take action no. so there's no real way often of measuring that mm-hmm. and you're, you're often pleasantly surprised though when you get that email from someone say I saw you speak or I read your book or I did this and it's transformed my life it's changed everything or whatever it might be you go wow but you know what? I've never really gone back to those people. I just got one today from a guy in the Middle East who's bought every one of my books over the last 15 years and said, now I've got two big businesses and I'm putting it down to what I read in your books, which is very flattering. Jeez. But hey, um, Is he all right? So <laughs> He's a camel herder, you know? But they're big camel herding. Yeah. And, um, but, but the thing was that... Yeah. I, and I think about it now, I'm going to go back to him and say, why? Yep. You know, what, what action did you take? Because I give plenty of advice, but you took action. And, and I think that's something that I'm going to change out of this initial discussion mm. is I'm going to try and find out more about why do some people take action and other people don't? Because I know, even when you're coaching people one-on-one in that situation, why is it some people will do, you know, as you guide them through, they'll do it and others won't? Is it, is it you or is look, it them? The, the, uh, yeah, and look, by the, I don't think we've got... The, the straight answer. This is not a black no, and white question. So. It doesn't have a black and white answer. There is, for me, one one of the things is you've got to be ready to hear what someone's got to say. And True. there will always be someone in our audience that is, is, is the soil is fertile enough in their mind mm. to go that... Like Joshua Nichols, who I interviewed on the show four or six weeks ago, the electrician guy, uh, amazing, amazing story he had about one percenters. Um I talked to him about how did he get to the point of having a $20 million electrician's mm. franchise. And he, one of the stories he shared was that he was in a personal development session. He'd been to many. Uh, it was, you know, one of those corporate breakfast type things and a mm. motivational speaker was, was speaking. He, he said, quote unquote, he said, I was sitting at that table and there was 100 people in the room. He said, the bloke on stage could have been speaking directly to me. Mm. And it was just like, at that point in that time in my life, I was ready to hear what he had to say. I'd heard it 30 times before, but I was just ready. Mm. So sometimes, in order to take action, when someone shares a marketing idea or a business idea, whatever it is, you just need to be in the right frame of mind Mm -hmm. to hear it. And I think that frame of mind, though, and and I agree completely, that frame of mind can be caused by... Uh, a few things. One might be that you're frustrated because you're finally sick and tired that I haven't done this thing, whatever it might be. I've been meaning to rebrand or been meaning to build a website or been meaning to do whatever it might be. And I've been talking about it for five years and haven't done it. Finally, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. And maybe sometimes that's because someone who you really respect 
kind of says something to you which maybe makes you feel a bit embarrassed. Yep. And, and so it's finally a little bit of the shame of not doing stuff or, or the frustration or whatever it might be. I think the other side of that is that whole thing, again, that we were talking about earlier is, is having a big enough why. And often we just don't, we don't have a big enough why for, nice. for, for action. Yep. So we go, well, okay, look, I could do this. Um, but you know why and the third element of that which is kind of tied into the why thing can also be a bit sometimes we're just not hungry enough okay don't move on from why sure put put hungry on hold Mm. because we're about to go out to dinner (laughs) and I'm I'm getting a little bit peckish so I don't want to talk hungry too quickly not having a big enough why so we've spoken a lot about why on this show Uh, we're going to talk a lot lot more about it we talk about it in the forum there's a thread inside the small business big marketing forum right now where each member is working through trying to come up with why they do what they do and when you know that it is a game changer And, and you can have your big why around why do you why have you chosen to do that business but there can be little why's around like, sure. oh, there's a marketing idea. What would be, what's my why around actually actioning that idea? Yeah. Is it's, it, oh, it's starting with why to quote yep. the, the line. You're right though. It doesn't have to be giant, does it? No. It, it, it might be, be, it'll free me up to spend more time with my family. Yeah, it'll yeah, yeah, get something on my desk that's causing me a hell of a lot of anxiety of recent times. Uh, it'll generate an extra $10,000 a month in revenue. It's like, stop and ask yourself, Why? Tim's just shared that idea. Why should I implement it? Mm. And and that's that in itself can be a game changer. Well, and sometimes even it's why haven't I implemented it? Maybe that's that, mm. that hard conversation that we've got to have with ourselves. Sometimes, I mean, I was working on a project a little while ago, and one of the things that I was really struggling with it, and I'm kind of going, well, this is not a hard project. I had to write some copy, get some pictures, put some stuff together. I've done that once or twice before. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm kind of like, what? Was it a colouring? It was, <laughs> absolutely. But it was like, why am I struggling to do this? And, and the reality of it was, I didn't actually want to do that uh-huh. project. Uh-huh. So instead of just stopping going, like questioning myself around it, I, I bumbled through it and di- half-assedly did it for, for yeah. weeks and weeks and weeks and got more and more frustrated with myself and, mm-hmm. and I wasn't able to finish it. I was kind of at half-action, but I wasn't. And then I went, I don't want to do that. Why am I even doing this? Pro-? It was a good idea at the time, but I don't want to do it now. And then all of a sudden, there's this real sense of relief. And just said to the guys, I was like, sorry, I'm not going to do that project anymore. And it was it was the right decision to make, but I'd kind of gone down the wrong path, perhaps even gone caught up in their excitement about it rather than it being my excitement. How'd you feel after letting them know that you didn't want to do it anymore? Great. Oh, yeah. Wonderful sense of relief. And, and that's why I think the, we've got to have two whys. Like if I, I'm struggling why, to why do not? something, yeah, why or why not? Yeah, why do I need to do this to motivate me and pull me forward? Or why am I struggling to do this or why haven't I done this and we've all got those things hey yeah sitting there our little piles you know those little irritating little things that are there yep. on our desktop or whatever it might be that it's just difficult to do yep yeah well put them if they're there that long sometimes you need to burn the ships and send them off uh, get rid of them that's another thing isn't it again if there's a that comes back to that why not or like the incompletes the, the why aren't we actioning all those things and mm-hmm. I think sometimes for me in the past problems that I've had is the stuff that's too hard, I, the, the incompletes, that you've got to make a difficult phone call or you've got to, I've got to ring them, sit on hold for 45 minutes and no one else can really do that. Mm-hmm. I've got to do all of those awkward things. And I remember one time years ago, I went into my office and like one corner had been taken over now by this, by this growing entity of incompletes Ooh. and it was starting to take over the office you could almost feel like and i used to hate looking in that corner because all it was was yeah, unfinished yeah, yeah. stuff boy, that, that i need heavily. to do that that in itself is like a, a burden absolutely and first it, world burden but well absolutely <laughs> a bit, bit a bit of burden you know nevertheless and it was i just for, for whatever reason it just kept growing and i remember i had to finally say I, you know, i've just got to block out two days and i completely did that no appointments no anything for two days and i'm going to attack that man and I remember the, how fantastic it felt mm. to, well, to do that. There you go. Another, another reason, well, another way to take action is to maybe look at that feeling. You, we were talking uh, earlier on the balcony, on the balcony overlooking the, um, what are we overlooking here, Griffo? Cairns. Cairns, right. Cairns. City of Cairns. Drinking gin and tonics. Dr- and- no, we're not. No. Uh, but uh, you were talking about how, like, 
when you go to write, like we're talking about uh, mm. when you're in your go zone, yep. separate conversation, but it's like that two hours of power in your day when you just achieve at your highest level. Yep. And you talked about that. That's when you sit down and write. You turn off email, you turn off phone, there's no social media. And you talked about at the end of that two hours how you felt. And, and exactly, I and, feel wonderful. So, so channeling that feeling, like I do that with gym. It's mm. like there are days when I just don't want to go to gym. It's like oh who's gym? <laughs> gym? Does your wife know about gym? <laughs> Not yet, Not but yet. she will if she, she listens will. to this show. But there's times when I go, oh, I just don't want to go. But you know what gets me there is I go, I just have enough enough willpower to look at how I'm going, know how I'm going to feel. At the end of that yeah, session, yeah, I agree. Uh, you wouldn't understand that feeling, um, <laughs> but, but, but you get it from writing. I, I've read about it. You've I've read about, read about it. it. Yeah. People have told you. But but here's you know so that is another great way to take action is to just if you can think about how you're going to feel once you've ticked that box, and yeah. um, that's quite exciting in itself. Do you know there's people mm. out there who get a little bit of a dare I say a sphincter tightening, Griffo. A little bit of anal retentiveness just by ticking things off the uh, list. Well, I do. Really? Yeah, I'm one of those. I'm a lister, and I'm a, I'm a, lister, <laughs> you a lister and a ticker offer. I did ticker not offer. know that. I know it's like. Well, don't make me feel like it's something to be ashamed of. No, don't look well, at me. I'm hideous. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but I do. I, look, I even write things on there that I've already done. I love it to cross off. I love that. That was my next question. So you you've got a list, right? And oh, yeah. there's things you got to do, and then you go, oh, hang on, I'm just going to do that, and you come back and you go. It wasn't on the list. Oh, you add so, it to the list. So you, and then you cross it off. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. It, look, Hashtag <laughs> OMG. <laughs> I, look, I'm sure if there's any psychologists, psychiatrists, or there uh, is. other mental health professionals listening there in, is. they could probably add some advice to that. Uh, Lindsay, if you're listening, and I hope you are, because oh, no. you're both a listener and a forum member, and you're a past guest of this show... And you know Griffo. And I know Lindsay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, then there is a lot of work. Need... Anyone, anyone who adds something to a list and crosses it off within, I'm, I'm guessing, the space of seconds. Yes, oh, absolutely. Oh, that's sick. Uh, I've lost my trail of thought, but I'm almost... Action, action, action. So, so, but it's a form of action. It, what? Because it's playing a little bit of a game with myself that makes me feel... Because what I've figured out in my little world, what makes me feel... Uh, what makes me feel uh, like satisfied at the end of the day is doing stuff and achieving things. Yeah. So for me, that's crossing stuff off a list. Now, I also try to make a point of not just making sh- it's not things like you know move the book on the shelf <laughs> or or to um, you know remember to water the pot plant or something right. like that. It's it's a little bit more detailed. Okay. That's you know world peace, okay. uh, so terrorism, put, all yeah, those good. kind of you know daily kind of yeah. tasks. Um, yeah. But uh, but. But yeah, just again, that, that by figuring that out, if that makes me feel better, then I'm more productive. Okay. So that so the more I cross off, the more not that I feel like oh, I've crossed off enough. Now I can have the rest of the day off. It makes me feel like I'm getting stuff done, and that spurs me forward to do more stuff. Yeah, it feels like you're does that make sense? A, well, it feels like you're digging a bigger hole for yourself right now. But um, <laughs> tell me, tell me, uh, while we're in the in the in the zone of headspace and psychology, while you're in my head, yeah. Why another reason we don't take action and how we could take more action? I think there's a lot of people out there, including you and I, mm. who every now and then suffer from a lack of self belief. We mm. hear an idea, we Great know point. there's something we should be implementing, but it's like maybe the conversation mm. starts a little bloke on the shoulder goes, Who am I? Who am I to do that? You know what, mate? I, I encounter that a lot with writers, people that I'm teaching to write books, yep. people I'm kind of coaching even to write blogs or how to how to write articles and things like that. And um, and that is often the biggest thing that they've got to overcome is like, how do I... Like, who am I? Who am I to write anything? Who, who, who's going to want to read what I've got to mm. say? And it's a, it's a real shame. And the way that I always frame that around in that particular example, and I think for many things as well, is is that no one else on the planet has the same amount of shared experiences, realizations, aha moments, whatever it is. Whether you're 20 or whether you're 40, they just you've got this different set of experience and you've figured out different stuff and people want to know that. But it's very easy to say that, but it's kind of hard to really convince people. Yep. But I have to, I, I definitely find that I spend more and more time and more and more effort to try and convince people that um, to have that bit of self belief. So attach greater value 
to what you do, which is easier said than done, particularly those who, who suffer a real lack of self-belief. But Absolutely. I had to laugh, Griffo. You won't. Do you know a band called Five, five Seconds of Summer? No. No. See, I do because I've got three teenagers. Right. So they're kind of like Australia's answer to One Direction. Who, who One Direction? Wow. Well, I don't know where to go from here, listeners. Uh, we're in about the 19-minute mark, and <laughs> I'm not going to explain One Direction. Tell me okay. you know. Tell me you were joking. Never heard of them. Are you serious? One Direction. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid name for a band. I, I need to. <laughs> it, true or false, you know who One Direction is? No, I've got no oh, idea. Oh, it's gold. Gold listeners. They, they um, played in Cairns. Yeah. Sorry, this is no longer called Monkey Business. This is called the Dinosaur's Cage. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm sitting across a, from a Brontosaurus. Griffo, you've got to get out more. Hang on, to see One Direction. I'm just going to Google them. That is extraordinary. That's like saying, um, you know, who, who's ABBA? Like, you and I grew up in the 70s and 80s. Oh, I know who ABBA is. But that would be like in, in the 70s, uh, a man of your age going, oh, ABBA, I've not heard of ABBA. Is that a... <laughs> Is that an acronym for something? Okay, I'm feeling inadequate now. Anyway, Griffo listeners is, is now what I was going to tell you is that there's this other band called Five Sauce, Five right. Seconds of Summer, and they are about 17 years old, and they've just put out their biography. Oh, really? <laughs> Which you know, again, you know, like there is. That illustrates the point, correct? Though, doesn't it? Again, you go, who's got life experiences at 17? Mm. But the reality is, everyone, everyone has, and there's someone out there who wants to hear it. Can I give you a quote? You're looking at. If you well, I've just, just looked up One Direction here, and the, what came up first was that they've recruited Danny DeVito, who I happen to know, to star in Steal My Girl musical video. Well, uh, I don't know what that song is, but I'm guessing that is the their newer one. They're, they're big. They're big amongst teenage well, they've girls. They've got Danny DeVito. Hey, huh? they've got Danny DeVito. Well, I'm, I'm going to question you on that in a minute. But gee, where is? Where, what was I going to say to you? Um, here we go. So, my mate Ben, Doctor Ben. Yep. Not Do- his surname's not Dover. You with me? There? Yes, I am. Yes, thank you very am, much. Yeah. Well, thank you. Kaching. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, it's it's boomtish, isn't it? Not yeah. kaching. Okay. And he says you don't have to be the best in the world. Mm. You just have to be the best in their world. It's a great statement. It's isn't a great it? statement. It's... Is that his? Do you think, or has he found that from someone? No, I think it's someone else's. Oh, so I've he's stolen it. it. I, I, always, so. I always attribute it to him. No, no. But it's okay. a great. But the moral behind it is, I, I've heard that in a number of different areas. But I, I think that it's it's true. I, I think again, isn't that that whole thing about? I mean, how do we apply that back to taking action though? About self confidence. Self confidence. Don't don't see. Here's the thing. In my keynote. Um, I identify three, sometimes four, limiting beliefs that stop small, stop business owners from taking action around marketing. Yep. Lack of time, lack of money, lack of knowledge. Yep. The fourth is they think, oh, their marketing is going to have to be amazing. Yeah. If it yep. can't be amazing, then they can't do it. Yep. So therefore, they don't do it. They don't take action. But imagine if you could just reframe that and think, you know what? My marketing doesn't have to be amazing. It doesn't. I don't have to be the best in the world. Mm-hmm. I just have to be the best in the world that is my prospects and clients. Mm. It might be a geographical area. It might be a group of people. Whoever it Absolutely. is, you just need to be the best there and take the pressure off. Well, because you know, to, to that point, you know, and I've interviewed people like Tom Dixon from Will It Blend, Melissa Maker from First Kiss, the most viral marketing video in the world. They're amazing. But, like, they're two people. What's the world's population? 6.8 billion, I think it is. So <laughs> right, they've got a long way to go. You know that, but you don't know one direction. <laughs> but, like, that's two people in 6.8 billion, right? For, you're not going to be those two people. And I don't mean to be the, the you know, the doomsday to say mm-hmm. don't ever try and be amazing, but take the pressure off and you may get more done. I, I think that that's kind of giving us permission because I think you're right there. What I take from that is is we don't take action out of almost a fear that it's got to be so perfect we'll never almost be able to live up to that. Correct. Perfection. Uh, writers do that, again, oh, to use that writing gee, analogy. There's another one. There's a lot with uh, authors who never finish a book because as soon as you finish it, you've got to publish it and someone's going to read it. Mm. So it actually becomes an ongoing form of procrastination. But, but it is, I think for those people who struggle with action for that reason, I think 
we're living in a most wonderful time where people are really okay with things not being 100%. They are. They people, are. In fact, they'd like it to be a bit more real. Well, they'd why, like why, it to be a bit why grittier. Why shows like Big, Bro- Big Brother's not popular anymore, but mm. reality TV is imperfect. Uh, for, for all the wonderful reasons yep. that we're okay with imperfection. Even that strategy now of producing iPhones or anything, like get it out there and then we'll fix it up. Yep. Whereas we, again, a little bit older, tend to have the view of get oh, it right are, and then get it right and then get it out. Yeah. Whereas yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we would never think of, of launching something without it being perfect, but it's a bit of an old-fashioned kind of concept. Okay, so here, again, and I hope, listeners, we are helping you in some way, shape or form be able to take action in something that you've been putting off or deciding not to take action because that's an action and that's in itself. Okay. That's yeah, okay. Absolutely. So um, lost my train of thought there. Gee, I've it was got a, a good few one. I, you have got a few thoughts. What, can I just say, you, you touched on perfection, mm. lose perfection. Uh, you know, it's that's what I was going to say. tortured life living with perfection. I, tortured. Tortured life anyway. Mm. Sometimes. I mean, I've... <laughs> Only when we're doing these podcasts, <laughs> exactly it's tortured. Right. But... Exactly right. There is a... Um, I never got an example of this video, but I, I talk about it uh, often from stage. And it's a it's a, a guy who owns a bike store. Name's Pete, and he um, he should never really have embarked on a video marketing strategy because the way. And let me explain his videos. And it's kind of a visual thing, but I'll try and paint the picture. What you see Pete do is the first thing you do is you see him walk up to the camera. Well, you don't see him walk up to the camera, but when the screen comes on, he's pushing the record button and looking really close into to the lens. To make sure the little lights yeah, yeah. on. Oh, the yeah. lights on. So he, then he walks out of frame. Then he walks back into frame and he stands there and he is so nervous. He is so nervous. And then he counts himself down. Three, two, one. And he starts talking. And he's nervous and he goes, hi, it's Pete. And I I want to introduce you to this new bike that's come out. And he just bumbles his way through. My point being is that Pete could have quite easily gone, you know what? I'm no good at this video stuff. I'm not going to do it. I'm way too nervous. Instead, he celebrated his imperfection. He celebrated his nervousness. And that's part of his brand. And that's why we love him. Right? Great. Do you love that? I love that. And I can add to that by... Being a speaker, I think one of the things that changed in my world, I, and I consider myself to be, I became a good speaker when I stopped trying to be one. When I finally mm. stopped trying to be Mr. Perfection, or when I finally said, you know what, I'm just going to be authentic as a speaker. Mm. That's going to be my goal. If I miss a line, if I, you know, the slide buggers up, if something happens, I'm not going to get stressed about it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be authentic around it. And that took all of the pressure off me. It took, I stopped because I was very stressed before I would yep. present. Now I'm not I'm very rarely stressed at all simply because I, all I care about is getting the message across, oh. not being Mr. Perfection as and a that, speaker. And, that, and that's freeing up in itself. To totally know like I'm, I'm talking tomorrow, round stage, 750 people, yep. and I'm nervous about it. It's a good nervous but I am so excited about yeah. getting a message to them. And, and, and it, it, that again, so you can take action. And I, I think that can apply to a lot of other areas as well, where we're not taking action because, again, of a fear of some sort or a we're trying to live up to. We don't do any marketing. We don't speak mm-hmm. at, a, at the local uh, Rotary Club because we're concerned that we'll look like an idiot or whatever. And I, I turn around and go, with all of that stuff, or we don't start our blog or we don't do those things, you look at them all and go, what the world wants is just people to be authentic, mm-hmm. whether it's on a video it doesn't matter, and, and that's once we kind of go. Well, you you give yourself permission to just do it without it having to, have to be perfect. I think that's that's a very freeing up thing. I, Can I, I like that, I, and I agree with that. I think authentic. I'm going to challenge you on two things. Sure, but I, I agree with what you said. Uh, authentic's an overused word, and it, it, it is. I, we I, need it a better makes word. Makes me feel a little bit sickly. Yeah, uh, but it just means being yourself. That's how I interpret it. Like yep. just be yourself. Uh, as I say to my kids, and I've said on this show before, don't lie because then you've got to remember what you said. Mm. So, like, get move on. Be yourself. Be authentic. You want to read a good book? Always. The, the, yeah, you love books. The Four Agreements. You read The oh. Four Agreements? No, I've oh, got it. I haven't goodness. read it, You've mm. got it. You haven't read it. Um, yeah, one of the, one I've of the, got 400 the, books over yeah. there. Okay. The First Agreement, be impeccable with your word. Yeah, right. Hey? Wonderful. Wonderful. Four Agreements is how to live a wonderful life, based on the Four Agreements. I'll put a, a link in the show notes. Mm. Um, 
so authentic. Okay, we agree. We agree that that we need a better word. The other part of that is, I saw a YouTube video. I saw a YouTube video the other day that was the winner of the Public Speaking Awards of 2014 from oh, okay. Toastmaster. Who I don't agree with Toastmaster. Oh, Timbo doesn't agree with Toastmaster. They're going to be there's sending gonna, the emails. There's going to be ripples. Yeah, we're yeah. going to get mad. I know, I know. But, so this guy won it. Uh, 30,000 people mm. got down to him. And then I read a blog post um, kind of dissecting why he won it. And one was his authenticity. Mm. If you watch this video, he's, I think he's really... Is it inauthentic or unauthentic? There's a lot of debate around that. <laughs> Either will do. Yeah. I didn't buy into his authenticity. I thought he was mm. putting on a show. But anyway, that's kind of digress, digressing and, you know, you haven't seen it, so you can't comment. No. But um, love, love but, that, Griffo. But it's a big point. A couple of other things about taking action, though. Go. That's I think I think about. one of the... For, I think there's a few other reasons why people don't take action. And again, I put myself in this. I'm not trying to, to say that, you know, I'm the master of taking action. But I think a lot of times we don't have the right habits. And that, that's another interesting point around that. I, I um, a, a very brief story. I, I met a guy. He came to see me and wanted some advice. He was a massage therapist. And mm. he had a really successful business. And, uh, and he came and he had like eight masseurs that worked for him, all the rest of it. Anyway, he came to see me. He said, oh, I've got a real problem with, with getting stuff done. So I've got this whiteboard at home and I've got like two or 300 things on it that I want to do. But I just, you know, I get home at the end of the day and I'm just buggered. Can't, I don't do any of, them, any of them. So I said, so tell me about your day. And he said, oh, well, I get up around 4.30. I... I go for about a 20 kilometre ride, then I go to the gym and do martial arts for an hour, then I swim a kilometre in the pool, then, you know, rah, rah, then I, then, then I, then, and I said, well, okay, stop you there. I'm exhausted I, listening obviously to Obviously the problem is that you're a lazy, you know, lazy solid, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. you know, clearly that's the issue here. So, military guy, all the rest of it, and I said, okay, so, what, when do you feel you're most you're fired up and your brain's fired and you're, you're motivated and excited? And he said, oh, 8 o'clock when I first get to the practice and we start massaging. I said, so at 8 o'clock when you're in your peak state, <laughs> you people. go into a dark little room, rub coconut <laughs> oil on people and start playing Enya. And, uh, and, and he said, yeah, and bring your state right down. And I said, first thing we're going to do is block uh, out that one hour from Monday to Friday. And that's going to be the time where you get your, your key activity for the day done. And anyway, the guy said, okay, well, I'll try it, but I'm going to lose five. And I said, you're going to invest correct, one hour a day correct. in your business. It's going so, to be the best okay, hour. Hold that thought because exactly, he's gone, oh, I'm going to lose fear two clients. Well, fear of losing two clients at what, 60 bucks an hour, exactly. 120 bucks. But imagine what he's going to achieve in those two hours. It's going to be $200, much more than thousands. $200 of value, but thousands of dollars of value. For his business. So, so, so that was the habit that we had to change with him. And he came back to me several months later and said, I need another whiteboard because I finished all the stuff on that whiteboard. Now I've got more ideas. He said, my hour a day that I spend on my business mm. is my... He said, I treasure it. And he said, I really want it now to be two hours. And he said, so what's changed in the business? So he says, now straight away, the revenue has increased by 30 to 40. What it's, I can't remember the actual number. It's like 35%. He said, I am so happy in my business. So everyone else is happy. We're attracting better staff. Our clients are really noticing it. We've put up our prices and didn't lose any client. All of this wonderful stuff happened. And all that changed was, he, was really he developed a better habit. Was he still playing Enya? I think he was, but I, I tried to pray. I said you should be really should be massaging people to ACDC. <laughs> it would be a lot better for you, for your state of mind. I said it'd be great if you actually massage people to like to some high powered speakers of some well, sort. Why yeah, not? Have some have some personal development going on while the person's oh, getting massaged. I'd love to have that. A little bit of small business big marketing on in the background. In hey, the background, that, now, would, that would send you not to sleep. Now would uh, or maybe it would. Absolutely not. Would maybe it would. Hey, hang on, hang on. Okay. Two things. Well, oh, how many things? People who are listening don't take action around a couple of things. Mm. And one is their online marketing. One okay. is their design work. As you know, Griffo, mm. this show is made possible because I went out and sought some sponsors. Mm. I took action. And it wasn't easy. Serious and action. it was uh, there was a lot of rejection. There you go. Another, another thing is rejection. Uh, like yeah, great points. I, you know, I often You've had more than your fish here, <laughs> I, I imagine. I have. I Two have. for, for yeah, reasons yeah. that... 
you know, we won't bring up the elephant in the room, of course, you know. Don't. And, uh, you know, even dating back to my dating kind of <laughs> period was also a lot of rejection. But, you know, there was a lot of rejection and it took me a long time to get some sponsors. A, because I wanted to identify the right ones and B, I didn't like rejection. But anyway, finally, 99designs, net registry on board. I want to acknowledge them before we get, we're mm. sort of, you know, we're... Well, well, more, well, and truly more than halfway into this episode, Griffo, mm. in the di- the dinosaur's cage. Hey, how's One Direction going? One um, Direction, Danny Griffo. How many small business owners are putting off getting stuff designed in their business? Do you reckon? Mm. Oh, a lot, huge a lot. amounts. And here's the thing: they think it's too expensive. Often it can be. Yep. Uh, they don't know where to look. Uh, or they don't know how to go about it. About it. They, 99 designs to solve that. Don't actually know what they want. Don't know what they want. So the best way to do that is to have a comp and find out a whole pile of stuff. So, well, that's what Correct. I want. That's what I don't want. And, and there's a beautiful thing about 99 that. designs is that you do run a design competition and you will have designers from all around the world submitting finished designs, not proposals, finished designs to your brief. Yeah, nice. And then you can go look at the 60, 80... 120 designs that you're mm. going to get and you'll know that's the one I, that's what I've been looking for not the two or three designs that you may get with your local designer yep. sorry local designers that are listening but uh, I know I know there's, there's a bit of an ongoing debate with mm. me and them but that's okay so the idea is to go and use 99designs 99designs.com forward slash sbbm and they get a $99 upgrade which gets them 185% more designs, more designs as well. So we've got to love that. Nice. Nice, hey? mate. Very nice. So, so easy way to take action. Yep. Great. Number two, net registry. Online marketing. Mm. Get your domain. Just get that domain name sorted out. At least like that. I, I heard a stat the other day that still 50% of small businesses don't have a website. 43. 43. So it's come 43. down by 7% then. Yeah. In the Isn't last... that extraordinary? I... I I just, I, I don't understand. I'm kind of speechless about it, to be honest. I, I don't know what kind of business, small business that doesn't have a website. I don't want to bag on anyone. I, I imagine most of our listeners probably would. Oh, uh, well, but, I'm, but I'm not sure about that. I'm just yeah. not sure of the businesses that wouldn't. Maybe it's tradies and things along those lines that make up that figure. I'm not, I don't know. But, I, but Sometimes if, I've come across a lot of accountants who, accountants, uh, they have really? more, yeah, well, they have more work than they need. So mm. they're like, well, I don't need a website. But here's the thing, a website, a they get work through referral, and a lot of businesses get work through word of mouth and mm-hmm. referral. And one of the things that happens, I don't know about you, but if I get referred to someone, I'll generally go online and check them out before I make the phone call. Always. Depending on how. I mean, if it's, if it's to buy a chocolate bar or not, but if it's to, yeah. you know, a high involvement purchase decision, I will. And so the, I've come across accounts who go, oh, yeah, I've got lots of work. But then I say, have you got the right kind of work? You're getting work passively in yeah. many respects. You're, getting, you're, doing what, you're taking what you get as opposed to going out and, as we talk about, targeting the right kind of clients. And I think that's where a website's a wonderful screening Correct. mechanism, really, isn't it? Do I, do I really relate to this Correct. business? Do I want to work with them? Do I? Uh, so there's a lot of listeners or a lot of business owners who think getting websites hard. It's not mm. netregistry.com.au. You you can get your domain name, you can get your hosting, you can get your website designed, developed, you can get it search engine optimized, the whole lot. So, Mm. you know, when you've got simple solutions like 99designs or net registry or whatever it is, stop umming and ahhing and just test it out. Because one of the great things about, well, these two sponsors and a lot of these other online um, solutions is that the bar is low. Like, it's not as if you're going to drop a whole lot of dough yeah, by doing it's, it's it. not $5,000 no, that, that no. you've got to spend on a website. And I think you're right earlier on when you mentioned that, that's that bit of uncertainty around that is that, that often I think we can be concerned because of a, a belief, which is actually not true anymore. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's move on about mm. beliefs that aren't true because we're talking about websites or design. I hear horror stories from business and it breaks my heart from business owners who tell me, oh, see my website, cost me $30,000. No, no, see that no, logo, no. cost me $10,000. It breaks and they don't like it. They're mm. not in love with it. It breaks my heart. So what... Don't believe everything you hear. Yeah, and and also things have changed. I, I think that's another element of it, as as we've pointed out, the fact that that you know there's a bit of dinosaur element in here. But you, <laughs> but you are more au fait with technology and what's going on than anyone I know. Wow. So as much as we, we <laughs> Gee, I don't that, know. That's, that's not, so tragic that, that's, for me. Hang on, hang on. That would normally be a real compliment, but that's coming from a bloke who's not heard of One Direction. So it's like <laughs> so it's a, it's a it, it could actually be an insult. Yeah, then, yeah really, correct, correct. Um, and uh, but. 
But what we couldn't do a few months back, it can possibly be done now it, yeah. and, and done better. It's like um, buying images. You remember, like, where did you get images from? I remember the only place you got images from, you had to pay a photographer to go and shoot yes. them, which was wonderful, and you still use that, and mm-hmm. I still use photographers. But for stock images, you know, you go to a place and you pay a dollar an image, and they're wonderful, and they're high res, and they're all the rest of it. And you go, wow. Some are wonderful. So, some are wonderful. <laughs> some are dodgy. But you, you look at that and go, wow. So, so, so resources there that maybe that limiting belief that stopped you from doing something before maybe the reality is not the same anymore so sometimes it's doing a bit of homework yes griffo mm. how do you know danny devito danny devito uh, we well people say that we look like twins well you, you know, there is so a little bit of I'm, I'm going to actually find i'm going to do a meme <laughs> a little comparison <laughs> i like danny devito do you, how did have you met him no no oh so you're lying no, no, I just said he's doing a, a TV <laughs> commercial with One Direction. <laughs> that was the extent of my... I thought you knew him. I thought you said no. you knew, Denny. Oh, you go, oh, you know, I don't know. I no. don't know anymore. No, you're rambling. No. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? Um, well, that's a tough question. Anthony Robbins, John Howard, I guess, Jack Canfield. The human um, eyebrow, oh, John Howard. Virgin. Um, Branson. Dickie, yep. You know, no. Yeah, yep, been with Dickie. So, spoke an event with him, so part of his, his dream team. Shared the stage? Shared the stage, not at the same time, you know, not in the same amount of awe, but yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. So, Tim Ferriss, those Tim, kind of guys. Oh, Tim, Tim Ferriss, Bar- Tim you know, Reed. So, no, no, Tim Reed <laughs> wasn't. It's your, oh, hang on, I've just got to get to the, the list that I'm going yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, mate, I, I'm going to um, throw, you've got one there, but I'm, I'm going to throw sure. one at you. The reason we don't take action mm. and how we could take more action we get we just like back to the guy at the conference yep you know three or four people are going to take action why because you all go back and get stuck into the busyness of business uh, I, I think that that's the ultimate problem isn't it yep. we're all so darn busy doing everything that we've got to do I, I think I think you've got to break the pattern you've got to break the, the routine one of the things that I, I say to people when they're in a, in a stuck in a routine which they're not getting stuff done and I advise that is to move everything around is to move your oh, office yeah. around yeah. just to do something silly like that just move it's not silly but the idea of it is just you, you've it, got it, to interrupt it seems very shallow but it's, it's, it's actually at a, thank at a, you at a, at a, at a, <laughs> yeah you just shot your idea down there in a ball of flames I didn't mean it like that you, people would look at that and go oh really I was hoping for something bigger than Some that but, but at a woo woo level that, Very powerful. It is. Even sometimes like doing a rebrand, funnily <laughs> enough we talk about that, if the business is stagnating, doesn't even, even if it doesn't need a rebrand, time-wise, I, I would suggest things like do a rebrand to re-energize it. Yep. Cha- you've got to change something. You do. And, and one of the biggest areas where I think we've got to change, we've got to interrupt two areas actually. One is often that I think that um, we've got to look at your daily schedule and you've got to, you've got to redo your daily schedule. If you're not getting stuff done because you're too busy being busy, mm-hmm. then you've got to, something's got to change in there, like my masseuse guy. And one of the, the things that I've done for a number of years, which has been really beneficial for me, is to allow an hour each day in the morning and an hour each afternoon for the unexpected stuff. Oh, yeah. So unexpected. What's the stuff that every day unexpected comes up? And if you allow for it, in that, then you actually have time to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, interesting, and that's again, sounds like a very simple idea, but the nice thing about it is, if nothing unexpected comes up, you get an hour of free time. Yep. And then you can use that time for your own thing. And I find it very liberating in the morning and in the afternoon. I have an hour on either side of lunch there where I can turn around and go, well, that's when I can actually do stuff. But I think that we, that's just one example, but I think for everyone, if you're frustrated, if you're listening and you're going, oh, I'm so frustrated that I'm not getting as much stuff done as I want to get done, and we all turn around and go, well, it's always because I'm busy, something has to change. Okay, so I call these in my uh, little world, circuit breakers. Great, that's a great analogy. Thank you, Yeah. thank you. So the idea for me, mm. and, and I'll do it even nice. at a very simple level, which is, um, you know, there'll be days when I go, oh, here we go again, right, mm. in my work. Oh, here we go, we're going to do the same as we did the same time last week, which doesn't happen that much in my work because there is a bit of colour and movement in it. But, so I'll be driving my boys to school and I'll drop them off, drive home the same way, and then some days I'll go the long way mm-hmm. or a different way or a weird way. And it just, there is some kind of neural, again, yep. psychology, yep. Lindsay, uh, some kind of neural pathways that they get kind of embedded in your brain or whatever. And if you don't make a concerted effort to break them, 
you just get stuck in a rut. Absolutely, absolutely. And so therefore, and then you don't take action in ruts, you just get stuck. So the idea of actually doing something differently, like actually, listeners, right now, stop what you're doing. No, don't stop what you're doing. Finish listening to this show and then think, what can you change tomorrow and do something differently mm-hmm. than you've done ever done before? And it might be hard because you're in a bit of a pattern or well, process. Again, I think what you've got to do with that is you've got to interrupt the pattern without a doubt, but you've got to create new habits. Yes, most of the time, because all that we are doing, and we were funnily enough talking about this earlier on as well, is that that, that one of the reasons that there's more and more to do, but it doesn't actually feel like we're doing, we're getting more stuff done. We're answering more and more emails. There's more and more, you know, social media. There's more and more and more. But at the end of the day, do we feel more satisfied that we're actually achieving Mm -hmm. and, and actioning more things or taking action? No, the things that we're doing are just getting more and more. So... So we get, we're all feeling more frustrated, yeah. I think, at the end of the day. I mean, who leaves, shuts their business at the end of the day and goes, wow, I feel really happy and satisfied with how much I did today and all the things I actioned. Most of us shut the door and go, oh, blimey, I'm glad that's over. And, uh, Correct. And, and exhausted, mentally fatigued, physically fatigued. To that point, and uh, there's even a deeper solution to the, one we, to the uh, problem we just raised. I've got Mark McKeon coming on the mm. show in a few weeks' time. He's written a book called The Go Zone. I touched on it earlier yep, in, this, in this episode. And the idea is to find that two hours in your day where you, can, where you do, you actually do, you not can, you do perform at your peak. Mm-hmm. And it's about identifying that, like with your masseuse bloke, yep. and then figuring out how to best use that time. And that's going to be a, a fascinating interview, which will continue the discussion we're having here. Awesome. Hey, Griffo, I won't push pause. What time we got that restaurant booked for out of interest? Uh, 7 o'clock. Ah, oh, 6.57. Um, very good. So we've got about three minutes to go. It's, it is cans. Things operate cans. a little bit... It's around the corner. A little bit slower. We could almost take a flying fox. <laughs> Listeners, Griffo's house is up. We're up high, mate. I reckon we're at the highest. Are we at the highest point or are there homes no. behind us? No, it's high, high, homes higher up. <laughs> we're yeah. high. We are we're high. high. But it's like looking out onto the uh, city of Los Angeles without the lights. <laughs> and without the city of Los Angeles. <laughs> Dark but, and green. But it's nice. It is lovely. Uh, so we are, we'll wrap things up, mate. But um, this is all about taking action. Listeners, we've kind of identified really some reasons people don't take action we've also identified ways of breaking through that mm-hmm. i will leave people again we've spoken about this on the show previously but that book the lean startup mm. does yep. talk about getting something to market that is imperfect and being Just okay with that being yeah. okay happy days yeah. it's to market people are going to feed back to me oh that's dumb that's stupid this doesn't work there's spelling mistakes in that or whatever cool there's yeah. your feedback change it put out uh, 2.0 yep, uh, 2.0 still got a couple of squeaks yeah, okay oil them 3.0 and and just let there is a wonderful saying in that book which is um, sharpen your offer on the stone of the market mm. happy days yeah, I love that I, I love do that. love that bit of poetry yeah. as a writer of course I've you got love your words like love my words love Goodness my words me. and the, the final thing I'd like to share mm. is I think one of the other reasons that we don't take action is it comes back to a bit of a self-management thing and I think that there's a lot of people are fatigued and they, it's an old work-life balance thing, which is a bit done these days. Mm-hmm. People don't like, you know, it's a bit like authenticity. Yep. But but you, it's very hard to action stuff when you're exhausted and yep. when you're fatigued and when you're just burnt out. So that's all the more reason to not be fatigued and not burn out. I know it's very easy for me to say that, but it's the reality. I have always got more done when I, at the end of a holiday, on a holiday, yep. whatever it is. And, and there's never enough time. There's never enough money. There's never a good time to go. The longer your list of reasons are for not going away and recharging the batteries, the more important it is that you do it. Yep. That's my take. Love it, mate. Uh, big topic. Great topic. Uh, I reckon this is the start of a discussion that Me needs, too. needs to happen on this show mm. uh, going forward. I agree, mate. Uh, I don't agree. know in what other iterations it'll happen. It'll happen with Mark, but um, mm. just we, we need to keep talking about it because both you and I speak from stage a lot. Mm. Uh, both you and I share ideas that we know resonate with our audiences. Mm. I know that the stuff that gets talked about on this show resonates with this audience, but I also know that most will now go, oh, there's the end of the episode and get stuck back into Mm. the busyness of business. So to that end and to close this show, Griffo, Mm. I wonder if we could set some... Setting a challenge seems a bit naff, but like... 
maybe what's the question? You ask the right question, you get the right answer. So the mm. question to ask in order to make sure people do take action, putting you on the spot here, putting mm. myself on the spot here, but what, uh, let's throw some out because different questions resonate with different people. Well, I like the why and the why not. Uh, if you said there's five things that you wanted to get done and you're not getting them done, you're not actioning them for whatever reason it is, find the why to get it action and find the why not for each of those. Okay. So, so, so you can have a big reason for doing it and really spell out why you're not doing it. What, what is the real reason? Not you're busy. There's a bigger reason. Mm-hmm. It does a million dollar payoff. You'd do it. Yep. There's, a, there's a reason for, for your five most actionable items. Like that. Like that. Uh, another one. Another question could be um, not even a question. Set yourself a reward for actually mm. uh, decide on an action and reward yourself. And, yeah, and great, again, great point. someone inside the forum this week celebrated the success their business is having since actually joining the Small Business Big Marketing mm. Forum. And I just thought, just that, just acknowledging that success alone, without going off and buying themselves a new car or mm. a night at a fancy restaurant with their partner, just acknowledging the wins, hey? Just going, well done, what's that feel like? We're not very good at doing that as Australians. No, no. It's, it's, it's something there that we all feel that you shouldn't celebrate your yeah, wins and you shouldn't next, do this. What's and, next? What's next? Yeah, and, I, and I, I wish it was a culture that we would change in this country. I think the more we could celebrate wins, big and small, however you do it, it doesn't really matter, but it's almost it just move on to the next thing. We're always moving oh, on to the next thing without taking a moment. Well, I think we've had a win, mate. You and I are going to go oh, look at each other what, over a candle? Or is it, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a dimly lit It'll be beautiful. Is it? it'll, oh, well, I'm hoping it'll be romantic. I'm, I hope it's not. You I know, hope it's so. a, bit of a, a pub or something. <laughs> we can have a palmer, a palmer and chips or a, uh, a beef wellington. You'd, you'd be it's, a bit of a 70s beef wellington fellow, wouldn't you? I, I, I like a beef wellington. I do like it. I think it's something that I don't see on enough menus no. these days. <laughs> and you're not going to see it on a Cairns menu. <laughs> I can pretty much guarantee that. I think that. we can remind ourselves what beef wellington is. It is a large bit of beef. Uh, With pastry. In, you know, covered in um, liver pate. And then pastry. And then filo pastry. Yeah. Like, what was that about? It's, you know, that's all back, wrong. Back, back in the days of uh, but, of, of, um, of butter and Someone stuff. thought that'll work and they took action. Yeah, I'd like to. Took it. it to market. Griffo, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's a, it's a, a nicer way you bought that back then. I'm Thank very you. impressed, Timbo, My as pleasure. are the audience. Yeah. That's how we roll around here, <laughs> hey? It's all about taking action. <laughs> I, hey, I think I shared an inspirational quote a few weeks ago, actually, because I do one at the end of each episode. I think I've already shared this one, which is action creates reaction. Uh-huh. Um, have you got a little quote that just kind of is sitting on the top of your cranium? Uh, one that always works for me is, is passion equals profit. And, uh, nice. and and I always turn around and go, those businesses that are passionate, those business owners that are passionate, rather, that uh, anyone who's passionate about anything, they'll create yeah. profit. Whatever profit means yep. doesn't just yeah, mean yeah. money. It, uh, you know, that's, that's yeah, how gotcha. I explain that a little bit. Love yeah. it. Listeners, I am going to slowly remove myself from what I thought was the, uh, the uh, monkey's cage. It's clearly not. It is a dinosaur's den. I don't know what noises dinosaurs make, but we'll find something. It's more of like a horn or, or some kind of uh, yeah guttural noise, which we will find. But I am going to slowly remove myself because I'm a little bit scared that I'm trapped inside this home with a bloke who doesn't know who One Direction is. I don't know what else he doesn't know. I'll find out over dinner. But as I step away, I want to thank you for listening, for tuning in to Australia's number one small business marketing show. I want to thank Net Registry and 99designs for making it happen. And I wish nothing more than uh, Griffo doesn't get too romantic over dinner <laughs> and that uh, your marketing is the best marketing. We'll see you later. You've been listening to the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reid. Want more marketing goodness? Then visit smallbusinessbigmarketing.com.